This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Matthew 22, 37-40 Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Jesus in another gospel explained how we show our love toward God. Luke 14, 25-33 Now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether you had enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish all see it to mock him saying this man began to build and was not able to finish or what king going to war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with his ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand or else while the other is still a great way off he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. To love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, we must place everyone, including ourselves, humbly below God. Thus the reference to hating one another. It is not a true hatred as many that do not study the word of God throw out. It is simply that we are not able to continue being focused upon this temporal reality and those within it directly. Does this mean to forget them and thus outright hate them altogether? No. Christ also discussed the cost. Most skip this, don't understand it or care what it says. This means those behaving in this manner do not place God at the center with all their heart, mind, and soul. Why I say this is because they are dismissing the teachings of their Savior. 
This means they are placing their focus here upon the earth and not in God through Jesus Christ. This plays out time and again, especially in this time. Most have not counted the cost of their discipleship. They lay the foundation they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, then they do nothing else, making quote-unquote Christianity a farce, something to be mocked, which is exactly what is occurring. This is why Christ had John write this letter, and it does pertain to those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian at this time. Revelations 3, 15-21 I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth, because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. I wish to change direction here because I have been led to come at this from a different angle. A couple of weeks back I did a podcast called The Judas Effect, podcast number 186. In the very beginning I show verses where we see that Judas was called clean and that he cast out demons and healed the sick. He was chosen by Christ to be called an apostle. However, millions, if not billions, say he was not saved, nor was he a follower of Christ. Simply, they called Jesus Christ himself a liar, which is the theme of these two podcasts. The insistence that they are right and God himself is wrong. Judas was of the twelve. This means he was amongst the first to legitimately be called as a quote-unquote Christian. This means that he abandoned his salvation for mere earthly money. He chose the world above God and thus was damned to fire just as Christ tried to warn him about in John 15 about abiding in him. Abiding in Christ is accomplished through works in faith to him as verified in James. James chapter 2 verses 17 through 20. Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? 
To be called foolish should make people truly ponder their belief in the once saved, always saved, man-made doctrine. To hear that demons believed in God and they tremble in fear. Yet those that strongly adhere to once saved, always saved, laugh in the face of the truth. They laugh. They laugh. They believe with all their heart that Jesus Christ is a liar. And they laugh in the face of God himself. Why? Because they are going to heaven, and it is the Bible that says so. They believe in certain verses. They nitpick the word of God to fill their passionate belief that they have favoritism over all others. That they are select, special, exempt from judgment. Those that call themselves quote-unquote Christian experienced this before. It was addressed in a letter that is now a book within the New Testament. Let's hear what was said to those fellow quote-unquote Christian that believe they were special and exempt from damnation. Romans 2 1 through 11. You may think you can condemn such people but you are just as bad and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished you are condemning yourselves for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God, in his justice, will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same thing? Don't you see how wonderful, kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. Those that call themselves follower of Christ have no excuse to continue to disobey the commandments given by Jesus Christ himself. They have no excuse to devile the Holy Spirit that may be within them. It is made clear that God will punish all who continue in sin. It is made very clear God shows favoritism to none. Any who insist upon living in sin will be judged at the great white throne judgment. These verses are aimed at those that follow the people-pleasing message of once saved, always saved. For that is exactly what it is.
a people pleaser, for it allows them to live their lives as they desire, as they wish, which is why those that teach it, those that assist upon perverting the true word of God for their glory and not God's shows that they are focused not upon their eternal life yet to be, but upon their temporal pleasures and rewards they can gain now. This is why they are cursed by God to damnation. Yet they laugh at this truth, because to question their lie they have lived all their earthly lives within would mean they must accept the earthly pain that is required to accept who is the author of all truth, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is a lie that not only they now embrace, but their predecessors had embraced and gone to the grave believing. They must come to terms that not only they, but their parents, their grandparents, and those before them, those that have embraced and followed these lies, are not in heaven, but in the grave awaiting their appearance before the great white throne waiting to see if they have enough works to reward them a favored place in heaven, or they are destined to a second death of eternal damnation. Those that laugh and scoffed at the truth, those that look about and seek to live in the pleasantries of this temporal existence, make themselves an abomination in the sight of God. Luke 16, 14-17 now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is pressing into it. And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail. Once Christ humbled himself to appear in human form, and he spoke his teachings, all became servants to the laws and answerable to the laws. Only those that follow the laws in their hearts due to the presence of the Holy Spirit within them are not answerable to the laws. However, those that continue to live in sin and insist that they do so because the laws no longer exist, again, calls Jesus Christ himself a liar. Since our Savior is not a liar, this makes them the liars. And what is the fate of any who lie? Revelations 21, 6 through 8. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. To overcome is an action, an act of works through faith. To believe that Jesus Christ is our Savior, and we strive to not defile and tarnish the Holy Spirit within us. Yet there are times we do, 
but we seek forgiveness. We seek to end the sin within us. We strive not to repeat that which defiles that what God has blessed us with. Time is nearly up. The first rapture is due at any moment. Don't find yourself left behind, for that will occur to more and more every single day. For they are not learning the truth of the Word of God, but they are being taught the people-pleasing message which allows them to think that they are one with God, but in reality they are destined to a crueler fate in this earthly existence. For that is the choice that they have chosen to follow. For it makes them happy and joyous now, comfortable in their sins because the lie they have embraced will allow them into heaven in their eyes which is the furthest thing from the truth. I truly pity those that can't accept the truth, that it is right before them in the word of God. God bless. A name for yourself, dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all the Sell his empty dreams I got lost in the light But it was up to me To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I is